Welcome everybody back to the broadcast. I am coming to you after UCLA won 34 to 16 over Arizona in Tucson. Um, God, uh, basically just a frankly depressing football game. Um, it kind of a return to a lot of unwatchable games from four or five years ago, just kind of generally and aesthetically. Um, UCLA, uh, went to essentially a run only game plan. Um, not sure if that was by pregame design or when it became obvious that Dorian Thompson Robinson, um, couldn't throw it in the ocean. Uh, whatever the case, uh, they ran the ball all over Arizona. Britton Brown and Zach Charbonnet were basically unstoppable. The only thing that was stopping UCLA was, um, you know, Dorian Thompson Robinson wasn't throwing the ball well at all. Um, I think it took too long for the coaching staff to recognize that, um, in that first half, I mean, he threw the ball seven times, I think, and it was uh, six times too many. Um, but, you know, whatever. Um, and then defensively, uh, they kept shooting themselves in the foot, but also just kind of allowed Arizona to um, get in a rhythm and a comfort zone, just kind of dinking and dunking all the way down the field. Uh, I thought this was, a again, a very bad game for the secondary. Um but a bad game for the defensive staff generally. I think they went back to a lot of soft coverages. Um, but, you know, I think they're working with um, a minimal talent level. UCLA wasn't able to generate much pressure on Jordan McLeod until that one play where it looked like they broke his leg, um, which contributed definitely to the depressing atmosphere of this football game. Um, it was really, really competitive um, for a very, very long stretch of time, which felt... Um, it felt like a little bit of a mirage even while Arizona was looking like the better team because UCLA was simply so explosive uh, throughout the game, especially on the ground. Um, well, only on the ground. Um, Charbonnet and Brown, just whenever UCLA would get into a drive, they were just able to generate just huge chunks of yards. Um, and, you know, Arizona made a few plays defensively, um, but it was really just way too easy for UCLA to grind it out on the ground. Um, but Arizona just put together long drive after long drive after long drive in that first half. Um, and this was a 17-16 game in the third quarter. Um, really, once McLeod went down, all hope was more or less lost for Arizona. I think at that point it was 24-16 with Arizona driving. Um, and then McLeod um, got, got uh, rolled up on by Otito. And uh, that was all she wrote. Gunner Cruz, their backup, um, he looks scared to throw the ball, uh, and you can't have that. So uh, Arizona had no chance without McLeod. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's it's tough because, um, you know, UCLA in, in, on paper did what they needed to do in this game. They won by 18 in a game where they were favored by 16. Um, but coming away from it, and again, I don't know how much of this is just that it was a really, really kind of unwatchable football game, um, but feels a little like a moral loss. Um, they were really, really competitive with a very bad Arizona team for a long stretch of this football game. Um, a lot of really, really bad and dumb penalties for UCLA in this one. Uh, there was one drive, the one touchdown drive for Arizona, that was extended by three 15-yarders for UCLA. Um, then there was another 15-yarder on UCLA. Uh, Daytona Jackson hitting McLeod late. Um, just uh, it seemed like UCLA was doing everything possible to keep Arizona in the game. Um, but then Arizona was you know sloppy as hell, too. Like, that's the thing. 
this was not so Arizona against Oregon. Yeah, McLeod threw like five picks, but they played their butts off. Like they played amazing defense in that game, and the offense was even sharper when McLeod wasn't throwing picks in just kind of grinding out drives. The run game was a little bit better. This one, Arizona was much sloppier. Uh, they had 12 penalties for 82 yards. They had like four or five false starts. They had that really odd punt sequence where they attempted to force UCLA to do the jumping off sides thing they did against Fresno State. They didn't do it, but then it was like they weren't even prepared to punt the ball. Um, like the blocking wasn't even set up. Um, like they were just doing dumb stuff. Um, so it's it's not as if even that this terrible team played its like you know its heart out. They didn't. They they played just okay. Um, so I think there's, there's some real major concerns for UCLA coming out of this one. First, I don't think you can walk away from this one and say that the defense is in any way fixed. Uh, Arizona shouldn't have been able to generate what they were able to generate in this game. 240 yards on in the air, um, really bad. Um, and the run numbers I think are a little bit skewed, um, just because I think they were running some short yardage stuff a lot of times. Um, but I actually thought they ran the ball pretty successfully. I thought their efficiency was okay on the ground. It was more, um, they were just running a lot of short yardage stuff. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, that was the defense I think is still, um, a a major concern coming out of this game. And then Dorian Thompson Robinson, um, you know, I think my, my opinion is that he is, um, definitely at least a little bit hurt. Um, but, he was just, once again, it wasn't, so yes, he may be a little bit hurt. Like those balls that are coming out, they're not coming out with as much zip. Um, he had two just kind of die on him in that uh, first half, uh, including the pick, but also that one uh, down the right sideline, it just, it died. And that's not, when Dorian is missing guys, um, he's overthrowing almost always, or if it's an underthrow, it's still got a ton of zip on it. Um, but the ball just, is, it's like, being knocked down by the wind it just doesn't look like it's got as much on it so I think that um may be a slight sign of injury um but he was better in the second half again so maybe it's also just the the thing we've been seeing all year which is that first half Dorian Thompson Robinson outside of the uh ASU game has just not been good so um regardless uh he was he was very very bad throwing the ball in this one um he scored two touchdowns on the ground um and he was sharper in the second half but um, they're going to need him to get right very quickly uh, here in the second half of the season. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's hard to take a whole lot away from the game other than uh, concerns um, because Arizona is just so bad. Um, you should, if you're competent, you should beat them by multiple scores um, unless something gets really haywire. So uh, yeah, some concerns. Um, UCLA is now four and two. Um, that puts them basically where we had them um, coming into the year. Uh, and I think if you're looking ahead at UCLA's schedule now, um, it's it's going to be tricky. Um, so the next three games, you've got at Washington next week. Um, Washington has a terrible offense. Um, but their defense is quite good. Um, that That's going to be a very tough game. Uh, then you've got Oregon at home. Um, Oregon, I mean, they're, yeah, they're flawed, but they're still a very talented team. Um, that's going to be a, a big challenge for UCLA. And then 
I don't know how many of you watched USC Utah, but Utah at Utah the following week, that's going to be a major challenge. Like the next three weeks, this is truly what's going to determine whether this is at all a successful season or an absolute failure that gets Chip Kelly fired. That's going to be determined in the next three weeks um, because these three teams are all, um, I would say, quality opponents in a way that Arizona is not, but in a way that, like, say, ASU, Stanford, and Fresno State were. Um, I'm not even going to include LSU because they suddenly look very bad. Um, But these are going to be quality opponents, and UCLA right now is, I would say, one and two against quality opponents. Two and two if you really want to include LSU. Um, So getting two two of these next three is, um, I think, essential for any finish to the season that would even be remotely quality. Um, Because Colorado, Cal, and USC, yeah, they can go 3-0 in that. Um, I don't think they will. Um, I think USC probably um, has a decent enough chance that you add it together with whatever weirdness could happen against Colorado or Cal, that um, there's probably a loss somewhere in those three games. They need to go two and one in the next three um, to get to that, you know, kind of minimum eight and four that I think everyone was more or less predicting to start the season. And I think there's a much better chance that they go one and two or even worse in the next three, just judging by how they look right now. Um, you know, Washington is suddenly going to get right offensively against UCLA. You just know that because UCLA's defense has been so bad. Um, Utah felt like it got right against USC's defense. Um, and I think USC's defense is bad, but I think it's bad in very similar ways to how UCLA's is bad. Um, so those two games on the road, those are going to be real challenges. And then Oregon, Oregon is one of the few teams on the schedule that's capable of beating the very good UCLA we saw at the beginning of the year. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, it's 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 just tough. Um, it's tough, you know, because two weeks ago we would have been talking about, oh, UCLA has a really good chance of winning these games. But now the product that we've seen on the field two straight weeks um, from UCLA, um, they really weren't able to get significant pressure against Jordan McLeod in this one. Like, that that that's a worry. That's a major worry. Um, and the secondary, once again, didn't look good against Arizona's passing attack. And Dorian Thompson-Robinson looked bad throwing the ball. Um, combine all of that, and then you add in actually playing, you know, top half Pac-12 teams in Washington, Oregon, and Utah. Yeah, that's not a great combo. Um, so... Anyway, uh, we'll see. Um, four and two right now. So I mean, if if you're if you're just a score watcher and you're looking at that, you're like, okay, this isn't so bad. They won thirty four sixteen, but I think uh, watching the game um, might have given you more pause. So anyway, we'll see what happens. Um, another late night game uh, next week. At least we will be uh, watching a five thirtyer, which uh, you know, who knows? Maybe I'll even be more coherent afterwards. All right, we'll talk to you again soon.